Good morning, Minneapolis and other beautiful cities all around the world. My name is Lavielva, and I'm an extreme extrovert. Okay, so one thing that I've been really thinking about in regards to ending the cycle of addiction. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that kind of contribute to the um, startup of addiction. You know, a lot of people will say like, oh, you know, it's um, not curing your mental uh, issues or, you know, not um, fixing or like dealing with or like, I, I just don't really like the words that a lot of people kind of use in regards to like trying to cope with addiction because addiction is like something that kind of, it's like a series of behaviors that kind of just kind of adds up to a big overall word like that's how I kind of think of it like for example like me like you can drink like when you're little and then you know pretty soon you start drinking more often and then you know more every day more often more in quantity and it just kind of like turns into an addiction it's a series of behaviors it's not necessarily like we don't necessarily have a cure or like a pinpoint on to why it starts but I actually do have a theory though I have a theory um my own theory anyway for why it begins and wh- how it starts obviously there are a lot of contributors but there is one thing that will definitely start anything <laughs> to become an addiction and Um, On Medium, I like to write up a bunch of forums. I like to... It's a little slippery, so sorry if I get a little... A random occasional, like, oop, oop. It's (laughs) because I always do these podcasts when I'm walking around the lake. And it's kind of... It's snowy, guys. I'm still in Minneapolis. (laughs) And it's snowy. It's, uh, you know... It is what it is. (laughs) Sometimes it gets slippery around here. So um, just be mindful of that. It's... Um, because I'm walking around. But anyway, uh, I just believe that the main contributor to addiction is how you fill your time. And hear me out, because a lot of people are going to be like, what the hell does that even mean? Like, if I fill my time with whatever I want, it's an addiction, I'm an addict now... No, this is how I'm trying to explain it, okay? It's how you fill your time. So, um, for example, at one point in my life, I didn't go to rehab. I didn't need rehab. Um, I spent a lot of my time studying. I was at the U. I spent a lot of time working, um, traveling. These are the things I like to do. I'm a world traveler. And I think... The turning point for me was when I got confused with the term self-care. And I know that, you know, this is probably common sense to some people, but for someone who has an addiction um, and had, had developed an addiction, this wasn't common sense to me. So these are the things that you have to be mindful when it comes to time, when you're filling your time and you're enjoying your time and you're going about your life and you're like, okay, how am I spending my time? How am I filling in those spaces of boredom 
or, you know, mainly boredom or discomfort of any kind. And I started, now that I look back, I realized I started to fill a lot of that time with the use of drinking. And it became a very common thing for me to do. And so that's why I believe that there are four main things that you kind of have to keep in mind before, you know, you really analyze your usage of alcohol. Obviously, I don't have a doctorate degree, and I'm not, um, not yet anyway, an alcohol and drug um, therapist. That's my goal in the future, but I am not certified. So this is just my own opinion based on my own experience. So the four factors that I believe that contribute to addiction is how commonly it's used, how often, and how accessible. I also believe that if you're filling in boredom with a substance, if you're filling in boredom with alcohol, my friend, I have bad news for you, you will probably become an alcoholic. (laughs) You don't want to do that. That's uh, one of the biggest red flags. Um, Mistreating um, negative comforts for positive comforts. So... For me, I thought that, like, self-care was going to the pool and, like, having a bottle of Pinot and swimming around. Okay, swimming in the sun, that's fine. But drinking a bottle of Pinot is not fine, you know? And I, I confused the two, not even really intentionally, but I had. I was like, oh, I had a long day at work seeing all these clients. I just want to... Rewind and have a glass, glass, <laughs> boy, bottle of <laughs> Pinot Grigio um, one or two some days. And that's how you fill your time. That's how you fill your boredom. You know, you're chilling. You, anybody else probably would have been like, oh, I'm going to chill by the pool, read a book, you know, invite some friends, um, you know, play a game, you know, maybe some water polo or something. You know, that's the healthy ways of filling your time. Um, me, I, that didn't even come to mind because I was so used to, oh, I'm just going to grab the bottle, make my way over there. It was, it became common. It came into everyday occurrence and I got so comfortable with that behavior. And that's the problem. (laughs) You don't want to get comfortable with that behavior because it's not drinking and taking drugs (laughs) has no benefit for you unless it's a subscribed, like a prescribed, prescribed substance. Um, but yeah, don't mistreat negative comforts for positive comforts. That's not (laughs) self-care. You know, it's hard to do sometimes, especially when we experience, like, loss. You know, like the loss of a loved one. It's easy to fall into these negative patterns, um, because of pain. But that's some place you don't want to stick. Because once you allow yourself that kind of coping mechanism and you allow yourself to say like this is this is how I'm getting through it that is how you're going to get through it and then that's the thing when you take away that substance you're not going to get through it because that's how you were getting through it before um so it will lead to issues in the future if you do that so I personally would recommend you not to do that (laughs) because based on my experience you know I had a lot of Um, experience with physical abuse and I sometimes would get triggers and instead of really wanting to talk through you know my emotions and kind of figuring it out um, I just was like it was it's a lot easier to just 
sit at home and drink and listen to music and you know wash the dishes and do your everything everyday things but you're filling the time still with that substance you know I wasn't even thinking I would be washing the dishes drinking my wine you know a few glasses later you're off to doing something else and that's not productive that's not how you want to fill your time (laughs) um but yeah and then the last thing is neglecting self-respect and efficient care um when you fill your time with using drugs and prioritize your time you know drinking and using drugs what people don't realize is when you're an addict you 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 kind of remember the point where you kind of realized like oh shit i'm using this behavior in a way i'm not supposed to um i kind of remember feeling that way when I woke up one morning and I had like three days off and I was like damn I have three whole days off what am I gonna do you know a regular person a normal person would be like oh you know look at these are all the special fun things that I can do without you know throughout my day um but me because I was so it was so common for me to just you know go off and go drink at the bar with my friends or go somewhere else you know brunch have some mimosas like everything that I did in my life involved the substance involved drinking so I was like it was with when I didn't have it I was like oh this is so boring like what's the point of this and that's neglecting self-care that's neglecting your self-care And your efficient self-care. Because having three days off is amazing, you know. I could have done a lot of things in that time. Um, But because I was so used to filling in the boredom or the space with that usage, I didn't even think twice. I just, it just was normal for me. And that's the danger is you don't want to make it so normal. You don't want to be like, oh, this is my only option This is the thing that I'm going to do. And self-respect basically means, like, prioritizing your time with things that fulfill you, that make you feel whole and make you feel authentic. You know, we want to feel like ourselves. You want to be in a world that you're like, okay, inhabit this space, because this is my space, this is how I interact with the world. And that's self-care, that's self-love, that's respect. You know, you're like, I acknowledge that I have a voice. I acknowledge that I have a space. And when you use drugs and when you do alcohol, you're stuck in your brain. You know, like you're in your mind space. And it's okay to be in our mind space sometimes if it boosts like creativity. Or if it's if it boosts, boosts like a confidence or like does something for you. But if you're just sitting there like daydreaming and feeling, you know... Maybe reliving experiences the past. Alcoholics like to relive the past sometimes. Um, For many reasons. I don't know why. Just because the past is comforting. Um, For me, I have an adjustment disorder. So, like, change for me is really scary. (laughs) Change is already scary. But for me, it's like, oh my god, it's the end of the world. Now I am going to die. Like, that's how I honestly feel. And, um... I I didn't know this about myself. I didn't know that I um, had this diagnosis. 
I didn't know until after I decided to take care of myself and be like, why are these behaviors kind of like, why am I drinking so much? It was because I didn't know how to cope with life (laughs) and the differences of life, you know, and I turned to a substance, a self-care substance that I thought was, that would, you know, cure my anxiety or like kind of ease the discomforts that I would get throughout life. And I realized that it wasn't very effective. Um, And that's the thing is uh, with a lot of these strategies is that I thought that they were always going to be temporary, you know, because I had some hardships in my life. Um, Also didn't know that I had an adjustment disorder. I thought I was just a person that like had high anxiety and would always just like run around like with a chicken with no head just like ah! I thought it was just like a weird person um and so I was like oh you know I'm just gonna drink just for a little while just to ease this like like kind of awkwardness that I sometimes have in life and it became too comfortable too normal exactly what I said it's just based on how you spend your time. If you spend your time doing healthy things, you'll be a healthy person. If you spend your time doing things that are not healthy, are empty, such as substances that have no nutritional value for you whatsoever, then your life is going to be just that. That's just how it is. You know, and when I when I say these things, I don't want people to think that I'm like against these substances. Like you do you, like, and you're lucky because not everybody has addictions. Um, but some of us have addictions, and some of us have to talk about this because this is a normal thing um, for some of our so for some of us in life. Oh, it's okay. Thank you. But I appreciate you uh, listening to me. And I hope that this was helpful. Um, sorry for the short, um, short podcast today, but I appreciate you. And if you're also a person struggling with addiction or know somebody who has addiction, or someone just in general, <laughs> just know that, you know, your life is worth it. You're worth it. Um... You can do it. You deserve love. You deserve kindness. And safest, 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 safest of travels.